going to start us out today with some feedback from Hanshi Stephen Melanowski. And thank you, Hanshi. He was kind enough to send me a voice message. And he was speaking to me about our J episode. And he improved my ability to say Japanese words. Again, thank you, Hanshi. All this time, I've been saying the word jute wrong. Hanshi let me know that anytime there are two letters together in Japanese, the word has two syllables. So it should be said jute as opposed to jute. And I really want to thank you. Us, and thank you for sharing this about exercises. Mountain climbers are a marine exercise used to get Marines ready for climbing mountains. So we were so wrong on that one because I said it was really, we use it just for aerobics as opposed to for actual mountain climbing. That's true. And I think it's cool. And the Marines call jumping jacks a side straddle hop. That's a riot. That's a lot of words for one little jump, isn't it? it certainly is. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Hanshi. This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. The cool news today is that this episode was the idea of our guests. It is very cool. And the episode itself is a pretty cool subject. Basically, we're talking about taking notes in karate. We'll talk about everything from taking notes to how useful they are and modern ways to take notes, including the use of video. I'm Sensei Michelle in my usual state of excitement. I'm Sensei Jackie. And I'm Lamin. Welcome to the show. Our guests today are Stephen and Geraldo. Let's start with you, Stephen. Hi, and thanks for being here. Well, Sensei, thank you for having me. Oh, are you kidding? We're like, we are so psyched about this. We've been putting this show together for months. Now, I know you started karate in Weston, Florida with Master Shop, and I think that was in 2015. And I know you've been on the show before with your daughter. Do you remember which episode? I do, Sensei. We were talking about Master Funakoshi and his life and his achievements in karate. Another good one. Okay, Geraldo, really, it's so good to have you on. How it's, are you today? I'm good. It's good to be here, Sensei. Thanks for, for having me. Thank you very much for being here. And if our facts are correct, you've been in karate in Weston for a couple of years. Oh, that's right. Just for the record, you have an awesome job in audio. So now that I know it, sometime I might sneak over and ask you an audio question. That would be my <laughs> absolute proud pleasure. Absolutely, yeah. We got it on record. <laughs> okay, before we get started, I want to say that the stories of how you both joined karate are very interesting. And they remind me of Master Collegian because he used to regularly invite parents to join the class. Both Stephen and Geraldo are parents. Anyway, a few of the parents took him up on it. And as much as I'd love to keep visiting and put those stories right here in the beginning, what I think I'm really going to do is make a separate episode of people's How Did I Get Into Karate Stories. Oh, that would be fun. I know. So we'll do you guys. And we'll ask some other people and we'll get a bunch of stories together and make it an episode because they are fun. Good idea? Yes, I think it's a great idea, Sensei. Yeah. All right. So we need to get started. Taking notes as a way to improve learning in karate and other subjects you're trying to master. For me, it's software constantly. I actually just did it this morning, Landon, but that's for later. <laughs> All right. You're going to start us out, Sensei Jackie, and get this show on the road? I certainly think so. I am going to start by saying that all five of us sitting around this microphone are note takers. 
I started taking notes on my very first day in karate and I found them in a box of notes. They're not organized, but I did find the ones from the first day. How about you guys? Did you start on your first days? I did start taking notes on my first day of karate and I actually can picture myself because we were at Cooper City High School. So mm. we all know where that is because we're all from Broward County, Florida. And I can picture myself sitting in the parking lot in my car, writing down the moves of the hard blocking system. Wow. So I could, Those were my first notes. Too. Were they yours? Yes. <laughs> That's funny. How about you, Lynn? You, you know what? You can't remember. I don't remember taking notes, but at the beginning of our classes, I used to have this like sign-in sheet where when we would have visiting senseis or whoever's in our class, they would write on the sheet. So it's really cool now because... I have a list of all these different people that I've met. That is so cool. And just to remind everybody, Landon was five or six at the very beginning of his karate career. None of my five-year-olds take notes. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I give all my beginning students a folder with some pages about karate history and stuff. And later when they're older, I ask them to bring the folder out and we add pages to it. Some I've printed out for them and some we write on the spot. So I do encourage them to write things down. All right. Are you guys ready to push? Yes, and thanks. So I was wondering how many people write things down as a normal way of life right after class is over. You want to start this one out for me, Stephen? Absolutely, Sensei. I have to do the notes immediately after the class because it's the freshest in my mind. If I wait the next day, I feel I've lost something and I don't have the mm -hmm. confidence in the notes. So I don't go home first. I pull the notebook out. I'm sitting in the car, <laughs> I write the notes down, and it's not so much um, like the the moves, but also like who told me what it was, like where that move came mm -hmm. from, how that kata could be interpreted personally. Like I try to make that kind of detail in my note, mm -hmm. but that's only fresh that night. The next day, I'm, I'm not so sure I'll, I'll recall that level of, of detail. I think all of us feel the same way. You got to do it right then. Yep. Do you agree? Yeah. I, I agree. I, I kind of use the same approach that Steve does, but I like to uh, I like to write them down just to um, capture the details, and then I'll sleep it off and I'll pick it up in the morning because usually I'll remember things that I didn't write off the bat when I first got home. Um, I'm I'm that you know people are different and they have just different methods. And that's what works for me. I, I usually like to um, go back and review and, and change things here and there. And usually I'll remember stuff that I didn't right as soon as I got home. So we, we kind of have this, this debate of sending the notes out on the very same day of, you know, night of class or the next day. I'm usually, Steve usually sends it out on that same night. I'll usually send it out the next day or the next morning. It's, it just works for me. And it's, all, it's been, it's interesting. And you mentioned, Sensei, um, not anything in life. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, I come from a, you know, a different generation. We used to take <laughs> notes. There were no computers. Right. There right. was no Google. We couldn't search <laughs> stuff. We had to, right? That's what we used to do. So it, it kind of, it, it just felt natural to me to, you know, get into the note-taking business sure. and, yeah, and develop my own my own method. Just a real quick aside here. When he says he's of a different generation, he means from Landon. <laughs> and I'm going to jump back to my original idea and go, and take a sideline here and say, 
when you're talking about send it out, we can stop right now and explain that within your dojo, you have a small workout group. I don't think everybody in the dojo is in it, but they can join. Is that correct? Everyone that is in the adult class is in our notes okay. and access to the notes. So and we'll that's share a, a Google Doc for everyone. A Google Doc that anybody could access with the password? Is that how that works for you guys? Yes, that's it. Okay. All right. But it's not any kind of video or anything like that. It's just your own personal notes and everybody can read through everybody else's to see if you match kind of thing. Correct. We add the notes to the Google document and mm -hmm. then copy those notes and put them in an email and send them out to everyone. Because not, oh. not everyone's going to go to the notes and read mm -hmm. it. Uh, or if they can, everyone has access to it. But every night or the day after, the notes from that doc for that night are sent out. Know. That is a really cool idea. Now, can I ask whose idea was this? It was a group effort, Sensei. Okay. All right. So a couple of you guys who got together said, let's share this with everybody. Yes, Sensei. Nice. Very, I very think, nice. I think Steve was taking notes already. And uh, when I joined in, it, it, it's funny that it just felt natural to me to start. I wasn't writing notes. I was drawing sketches. Mm -hmm. So I had this uh, notebook. How do you remember the katas? You know, Techie 1, if you, if you take two classes, you can't remember. Mm -hmm. I, said, I can't do this. What am I going to do? So I started sketching, and these are the moves. And, and I would show him, and he would correct me. And then, well, you got to do this and this and this. Oh. And this is the left foot, and this is the right, right hand. And That's so, awesome. And, I'm very visual, yeah. so I agree with exactly. you. Exactly. And then, and then from there, yeah. we kind of, you know, I, I see Steve, you know, making all this effort to put it on, on paper and capture every single class. So I started writing and helping him out. And then we kind of developed into the Google Doc thing and had that idea of keeping track of, we got notes that date back to what, maybe 2021, I guess. So conceivably, um, if a new person came in, yeah. they could access your notes and look up something that they yeah. were trying to understand that you have already gone exactly. over. Exactly, yeah. Yes, Sensei. Nice. Yeah, it's not, it's not, nothing fancy. It's a, it's a Google Doc, but everything is there. So cool. if you search for Kata, you get multiple hits. And then you can go back to the day that we called. Very cool. That's great. Yeah. So this leads me nicely into my question, doesn't it? How often do you refer to your notes when you're training? So I don't really go back to my notes while I'm training. I go back to video. If I look at uh, the moves in Akata and I'm looking at it on paper, I really it doesn't bring it to life for me. So I really have to see it. And that's great what you were saying about the sketches. Like I have to see it and mm -hmm. what it looks like. And we are going to get to video as a note-taking device yes. because it is a real thing that wasn't around in an easy way when I started karate, which is why we were all notes at that time. That's right. But Harada, I want to ask you, are your sketches on the Google Doc as well, or is it just that you're writing? Just the writing. Yeah, the sketches I started on my own, and then we kind of evolved into the note writing. We do have... Um, Sometimes we will add links to videos or things that we find that are interesting mm -hmm. for people to see. So we find a video that is on YouTube and mm -hmm. we share that in, in, the, in the hyperlink. Mm -hmm. So inside the, you know, embedded in the notes. Right. I actually thought about that. If there's any way that we could incorporate, you know, pictures and drawings and things like that. But, but no, the answer to your question is no. Yeah. You haven't that, so far. That was just me. I still have my little notebook with all my, you know, it's original... Cool. 
drawings and uh, Techie One is there, Soft Techie Yoko, it's, it's all there. It's, Maybe you can take a picture of a page and we can put it out on, on one of my, on yeah, the Twitter it's account very or something. Rud rudimentary, but it worked for me. I've, yeah, got, yeah. I've drawn was, stick yeah. figures for years. It's all in personal preference. Yeah. When, I, when I learned a, one really complicated kata, not only did I have the words, and a line-by-line -line map, because it wasn't a normal pattern, and little stick figures along the way going off doing the things because I'm, I'm, I'm not a good drawer. But I want to say that I have accessed my notes over the years, and I still use them. So although I, I too, use video, like I'll have a whole folder on my sword forms. And sometimes it's just quicker to flick the page and say, okay, now I'm right, it is that foot than it is for me to access the video, run it along, try to find the spot I want. It's just quicker. So I am a person who definitely checks their notes. How about you, Sensei Jackie? I do check my notes. And like you're saying, with the sword forms, we have those notes. They're just wonderful to have. Yeah, they are. Okay, take us home on the, on the accessing. On the accessing of the notes? Do you read your notes very often? Oh, for me, I think I refer to them mostly when I'm in testing. Which, fortunately, it's like me in school. I, I will be, I will be in testing. But I feel because I'm, I live in that document. I'm, I'm in that Google document Monday night, sometimes Tuesday, but definitely Wednesday night, you because know, we have class Monday, Wednesday. So I'm in there twice a week regularly mm -hmm. anyway. And where we store everyone's email addresses all the way at the bottom. So I'm always scrolling through it, and something mm -hmm. will catch my eye, and I'll stop and, and freshen up. And um, lately. I've been um, honored with teaching one day a month while the black belts meet with Master Lasorsa. So I go through oh, the notes nice. and see what haven't we done in a while. Let's cover that. So just this past week, we did Master Lasorsa's hard blocking system mm -hmm. and soft blocking system because I realized we haven't, we haven't covered that in a bit. So I wanted to cover that. So I, I, I made that document a lot, but I really pay close attention when I'm in testing. That's interesting right. and <laughs> very honest. Okay. This one's for you to start out for me, Geraldo. Do you only take your notes on kata, or do you also do notes on sparring and self-defense of the three? We will summarize, um, I will summarize, and I think I speak for Stephen, the whole class, so everything that happens in, in class. So if it's a class that we spend time sparring, it will be in the notes. And I will uh, get down to detail, like something somebody says, one of the senseis uh, brings up a quote, or mm -hmm. some sort of instruction. Don't drop your guard. Mm -hmm. Don't look down. Keep your gaze control. Things like that that they mm -hmm. might bring up during the sparring because mm -hmm. we're always taking turns, right? So we, we spar each other. And then you hear something from somebody mm -hmm. or maybe not even a sensei. One of the cues says something or does something or does a cool move. And, and I think it, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll spend some time going back to that time that we spend sparring and, and try to come up with at least a couple of ideas, a, a couple of things that I heard or saw that I think would be interesting. And uh, I think we all do that, right? We add that to our... How about you, Landon? I, I will take notes on sparring techniques or things to remember, but I, I don't, I've never done a recap of sparring. But I think that it's cool because things will come up while you're sparring. Oh, I should remember that. It would be fun if you, you did stick figures of your sparring too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your arm out going to the punch. And, yeah. But uh, no, I, I haven't done notes of sparring, but definitely for self-defense. 
So maybe we're opening up some people's minds to the idea that having some notes, first off, is a wonderful archive to look at 10 or 15 years later, and secondly, can come in handy, especially like you just said, Stephen, where you have to be in charge of the class, right? And that is everybody's destination eventually, before you finish your time as a Q. Can you believe how fast the time's going, speaking out, guys? So true. And I want to discuss, like you were talking about earlier, Modern note-taking, i.e. video. Okay. Love it, hate it, use it. You start me out, Cynthia Jackie. Love it. (laughs) I love video. But, I mean, I also love written notes. But I cannot tell you how many times I I like to keep the videos in my phone, especially of covers that are, are hard and that I forget. And all of a sudden, I'll be going, what was the break in that kata? And I can look at it on the phone, and and I have it. So, to me, it, it's a wonderful thing. We're all in agreement there. Yes, we are. Yes, exactly. Can I just say one thing that's not perfect about video in your phone? Or maybe I should phrase it this way. Please back it up. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> yes. The number one thing I have a student say to me, because we use it as a training tool in class. We will video you and let you watch yourself so you can see oh, you're right. My Zen's not big enough. Like I was fibbing. (laughs) (laughs) And then a month later, I'll say, well, you can refer to your video and they'll say, well, I got a new phone. So I'm saying if your video matters to you, you need to send it to your computer and back it up. Don't you guys all agree with that? Yes. Yes. Do you do that? Mine auto goes to the cloud. Oh, you're so modern. (laughs) Is that what yours does too? It does. (laughs) (laughs) You guys. Well, I back it up the old way. Okay. Let's move on. Where are we headed? So one thing I wanted to add about the videos is I was apprehensive to video myself because I thought it was a, uh, a respectful thing to not videotape our, our katas or our forms or anything because I was at a Shi'i videotaping my kids before I was a student. And I was told to not videotape because they thought I was going to put it on Instagram or Facebook or something. And I'm not, but nobody knows that. You don't know who this person is. So as a tool, I didn't adopt videoing myself till much later, till I got a comfort with uh, the respect factor and that it is Mm -hmm. private, it is for me, because our our karate is special and our our dojos are special, and I believe we should keep them that way. Yes, and even though there is a lot of video out there on every platform, not USA Goju Federation, because most of the people in our training style still respect Master Collegian's wish not to publicize our colleagues. Absolutely. Did, did I say yes. that correctly? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, and, and um, I, I think the, it's very personal in a way. Um, I see the videos as an extension of your mirror. Mm-hmm. Our senseis say that a lot. You should practice in front of a mirror. Always, if you have a chance, because you can see yourself and mm-hmm. you can correct your own mistakes. Uh, the video goes both ways, twice as fast, because <laughs> it gives you the mirror and gives you the chance to see yourself mm-hmm. in a static position from a static standpoint, mm-hmm. so you can kind of judge and refer to it back mm-hmm. later. Um, but so, again, it's it's a it's a learning tool. I, I right. don't think it's something that should be spread out or or well, yeah. publicly shared yeah, with somebody who's not actually exactly. doing the work. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we all say. agree on that. Yes, and isn't that what they said that our technology is gold? Yes, they do. And and we all still feel that way. I do think that there are things that come out when you write. There is a place still for actual note-taking. 
And I have a few students in my class who take notes on their phones. Instead um, of writing. Writing with a pencil and paper. So did you guys know that when I started the idea for this podcast, I decided to reach out on Facebook and ask some people if they were note takers? Yes, that's right. And I was really pleased with how many responses we got. Everyone wasn't. The main two reasons people didn't take notes were their learning style. Some people don't like to read things, but they do like video. So they don't consider themselves note takers. And I have one of my black belts who is dyslexic. And so notes just drive him crazy. And, but he and I also sometimes use video, but mostly he likes just repetition to get it to stick in his head. And certainly we all agree. There's nothing better than that. Nothing better than repetition. So we're going to read a few out. But if we don't get to yours, it's not because I didn't love it and appreciate it. It's just that there's only so much time in this podcast. And I think, Landon, you're going to start us out. Uh, So one night in class, Sensei Michelle pulled the class about it. And the majority of students said that they take and use notes. But it's because Sensei Michelle has kind of established that in our dojo, that that's something that we should work on. Uh, But the few people who don't like notes, they do like to use video to, to practice at home. Sensei Richard Baer wrote that he took notes fairly randomly. He says, I try to write down a good quote or a random piece of information. Sometimes that would encourage me to expound and write more. Some of my notes are pure gold. (laughs) Definitely not the majority. I occasionally refer to them. Occasionally, I understand what I wrote. (laughs) That's a good one, right? (laughs) And so honest, Sensei. Okay, Geraldo, who do you want to read? I'll read Sensei Andy Gonzalez. He says, I definitely not only took notes, but I drew diagrams to help me remember katas, positions and directional turns, etc. I still do it. Thank you, Sensei Gonzalez. That was really nice of him to check in. Yes. And I think also Jim Harmon checked in, right? Yes, Sensei. Sensei Jim Harmon says, I always took notes after each class as a cue. Especially valuable to me today are the notes I took from Friday night class with Master Collegian. As a black belt, I took notes from every black belt class. Revisiting these notes gives me fresh ideas as a teacher. And that relates to what you said earlier. How that cool is that? Absolutely does, Sensei. Yeah, That's great. I knew that this episode was going to go smooth, and uh, I want to thank you. I'm going to start with you, Geraldo. Thank you so much for doing this. Well, Sensei, my, my pleasure. And of course, I thank you, Stephen. This is wonderful. It's only our second time, but you know I'm going to come nagging at you again. Anytime. (laughs) (laughs) You're fun and you're smart and you give me a great perspective. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Sensei. Which is not to say I don't appreciate you guys. You know that. The three of us are mutually appreciative. So on that note, we're going to say goodnight, guys, and I'll sign us out. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Before we go home, let's talk about Honor Honor Athletics, of course. Great sponsor, love you, Cynthia. Reach her at 770-945-5150. Or scroll down in the show notes, click that link, or honor-athletics.com. And say Wildcat Dojo for your 10% discount. And wait, there's more. We keep forgetting to tell you how to get in touch. We're all over the web at Wildcat Dojo. We're on Instagram at Wildcat Dojo Conversations. And we're old school AOL at Dojo Conversations if you like that email type thing. Thanks, guys, a lot.